Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and the Saint. chance to walk out that door right now. <laughs> That's a good one, Todd. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. Because in this silver slice I have in here are 1,984 ounces of beer. Golden, delicious beer. And no one leaves here until we finish every single last drop. Yo, what is going on, folks? I hope everyone is doing well out there. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in weekly to the Raider and the Saint podcast. I couldn't have done it without you guys, without your guys' support. Thank all the listeners, all my supporters and friends. It's been a very rough few weeks, folks. Uh, before I get into that, I just want to thank my past guest, Viviana Gonzalez, for coming on the show. It was an honor once again to get you on. Thank you for coming through. It's always an honor and a pleasure to sit down and, and conversate with you. Today's date is March 7th. The year is 2021. This is episode 68. The location, I am back at the studio in beautiful downtown Santa Ana, historic district. For all everybody listening out there, I might seem kind of low, uh, kind of kind of uh, short-winded, I guess you could say. Uh, recently, uh, I have contacted COVID-19. I have been out for, this is what, going to be my third week. I took uh, two and a half weeks off of work. And I have no guests today, as a matter of fact, episode 68, no guests today. I, I have been subdued and quarantined in my room. I recently was able to go back to work recently. And so this episode 68, I wanted to come in and, and give everyone my, my perspective, my experience of getting COVID-19. You know, so first and foremost, I, I am blessed to still be here. I felt like I, I cheated death with COVID. I know some people have had COVID and they had mild symptoms and they're able to go about their daily lives, obviously being quarantined and stuff like that. And it wasn't bad for a lot of people. But there's also people that had lost their lives. I think we were over 500,000 for the United States. People have lost their lives to COVID. Some people get it really bad. And me, being a uh, 
package driver. It's been a very scary road because you're you're out on road all day. You're you're touching boxes. You're touching doorknobs and trying not to touch your face and and so yeah. Recently, I I got COVID nineteen and it's it's it took a year. I look at it as a wall. It took me a year to finally get COVID and. When I got it, I started feeling sick on February 15th. So yeah, we're on March 7th. So yeah, it, it's, been a, it's been a rough road. Uh, February 15th, I woke up Monday. I wasn't feeling good. Had the chills, had some aches and pains. So like any good Samaritan, you call in the work. You quarantine yourself in the room and you just hold on, you know? So Tuesday's the next day. I, I'm trying to try and hopefully I'm feeling better, but I wake up Tuesday and still aches and pains. Well, well, well okay. Going back to Monday. Yeah. I, I was aches and pains. And then Monday night I started getting a fever. So then Tuesday I woke up, still had a fever, aches and pains. That's when I said, okay, I need to take my COVID test. So I signed up for COVID test took the test on Wednesday, barely was able to get in the car and drive over there. Uh, so weak. And so I, I went in or went through the drive through, took the test Thursday, Friday, it's still sick, aches and pains. Um, just, uh, fever. And, and the crazy thing was, Advil doesn't work. Ibuprofen doesn't work. Tylenol didn't work. Whenever I did take it, it seemed to make my fever worse. So Friday comes along, you know, still, still sick. This is when I knew, okay, I, I'm pretty sure I have COVID. Once Friday rolled around, because I'm really never that sick for that many days. If I get sick, it's maybe I'm out for a couple days, able to sleep it off, get up, go back to work, do whatever I need to do. Uh, by the time Saturday hit, I knew that this had to be COVID. And sure enough, Saturday morning, I get my results, showed that I was COVID positive. So by then, it was ready, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I was ready on day six of COVID, which was Saturday. And the crazy part is the first five days was Pedialyte, 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 vitamin D3, 5,000 IUs, um, you know, vitamin C, zinc. I was taking some other stuff that were supposed to help out with the with your lungs as well. Uh, just laying in bed, man, and, and not being able to, able to sleep either was, was really rough. So the first five days was, was typical flu, right? Severe flu. Obviously nothing worked for me it's just you got to just deal with the pain it was weird because after day five you're thinking okay maybe i should i'll start feeling better but covid for some reason after day five it was like okay you think this is bad you think the flu was bad first five days well check this out we got something more for you and that's when my lungs started closing up uh started getting this dry cough um, 
on top of all the other ailments, you know, fever, body aches, chills, restless legs. And I have to say that experiencing COVID-19 from my perspective is it was a hell on earth. I'm lucky to still be alive. Day nine, day nine was probably the roughest time for me is when uh, I had one of those oxygen things you put on your fingers. Uh, checks your your oxygen levels and your heartbeat and stuff like that and i was told that if it got below 94 you would have to go in the emergency and, and and get checked so when i finally day nine i was checking in i was in the 90s but finally on day nine i i, I couldn't breathe man i thought so all you're concentrating on is breathing just breathe just breathe just breathe i decided to put the the oxygen thing on just check my levels and it was at like at 78 80 and at this point i freaked out i i called my wife and you know i told her i said hey look we got to go to er you know my my, my levels are really low and, and i'm i'm more worried that you know things can get go south really quick you know i had to be responsible and say look i need to do what's right as far as me being like machismo and no, I'll just tough it out. I'll be fine. I was more scared that, hey, let's the, the, put all that aside and let's just make sure you're okay. So sure enough, I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm barely, I'm, I can barely move, dude. I'm, I'm about to pass out. My heart's pumping through my chest. And that's when I tell my wife, I said, look at, uh, just call 911. And she was like, no, I'll take you. I tell you. And I said, look at, I'm not going to make it. You put me in the car. I have anxiety now. Uh, I'm not going to make it. I go, just call 911. It, it's fine. I don't care what the neighbors are going to say or think. I'm not going to die. So sure enough, the ambulance shows up. You know, the fire department shows up. And they do my vitals. And believe it or not, my vitals are actually pretty good at this point. Um, I tell them that I had the oxygen reader and what it was saying. And they told me not to trust these these little devices that you get from the store. They're not as accurate as the equipment they had. And so when they actually did my oxygen reading, it was in the 90s compared to what the thing was telling me, the little machine that I had saying I was at 78, 80. So long story short, they do my vitals. All my vitals are good. Um, they, you know, they gave me the option. They said, hey, we, we can take you in. Um, but there's really nothing they can do for you at the hospital. I mean, you literally have to be blue for them to admit you, which is crazy, which is crazy. But I, I figured, hey, you know, if, if you know, I, I, if my vitals are good, then I just need to suck it up and, and just toughen it up. And one of the firefighters had asked me, what day I was on and I said I'm on day nine he goes day 10 you should start to feel a little bit of relief so once he told me that I went I went inside <sighs> you know it, it, COVID's just so nasty dude you can't even sleep dude you can't even sleep you you, you got to sleep sitting up because if you, you try to lay down you, you jeopardize getting pneumonia so I laid on my stomach that night, laid on my stomach. I got in a good position where I was, I was comfortable. I actually fell asleep. 
I woke up, I think it was around five in the morning. So I slept maybe a good four hours, five hours maybe. And I felt that the relief from my chest, I actually could start breathing. Uh, but I was still, I still had fever. I still had aches and pains. I, I was, I was weak, dude. Weak, like a very, like I was an old man, dude. Just really, really weak, dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was what Wednesday, Thursday. So then Friday, which was the next day, that was day 11. I was actually able to come out of quarantine. Uh, but even though I felt like shit, dude, uh, I still quarantined for a couple extra days just to be safe. Uh, yeah, yeah. COVID was, uh, one of the toughest experience. I mean, going through withdrawals from Suboxone and opiates was really rough. You know, it, it was, it was rough, not just physically, but mentally COVID did the same thing. COVID did the same thing mentally. It, it does something to you. I don't know if it's because you're quarantined and you're in the room by yourself and you know people are dying from it. You know people who have died from it. But it, it does something to you mentally as well. It's something that now I question. I'm not even questioning it. I'm going to get a vaccine. I don't care what anybody says about vaccines, this and that. What I experienced near-death experience that I don't want to go through again. I don't want my family to have to see me go through that again. I will be getting the vaccine because I, I've seen it firsthand of what it can do to a person. I don't even know the, the long-term repercussions of, of COVID. We don't have the, the data yet, the long-term, but we know people that, that have gotten better but still don't have their taste or their smells. We know people that that kid have kidney problems now because of that and then that's one thing that i went through was i kept pissing man i literally pissed at least a hundred gallons you know uh when you first get sick the, the the you start getting dehydrated you start peeing a lot because your body's trying to get rid of the virus i i just started pounding the pedialyte 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 pedialyte, pedialyte because i knew once you start getting dehydrated, that that's when it, it could get really bad. And I know people that that got dehydrated and had to go to the emergency to get IVs. So, yeah, I kept pumping, pumping Pedialyte, Pedialyte, Pedialyte. You know, I stayed away from the Gatorade because that's got sugar in it. I was just pumping straight Pedialyte. And I think if I didn't take the Pedialyte, I probably wouldn't be here today. Uh, I had to force myself. I had to ask for a straw. And just suck it through the straw because, I don't know, you can't swallow. Uh, I don't know if anybody who got COVID out there listening, I got COVID tongue where my tongue was just like all cut up and just white. And I don't know, man, COVID's got a nasty taste to it. It almost tasted pharmaceutical. It almost tasted like it was invented, like it was made from a lab. And I'm not trying to be conspiracy theory guy, but it, it had a weird taste taste and smell the sickness and i don't know if that was just me but i also had weird nightmares too man just weird fucking when i did try to sleep and i did try to get a couple winks i was having weird weird dreams dude just weird dreams and 
I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm just happy to be here and give you guys my testimony of uh, experiencing COVID. I mean, I'm, I'm still tired. I went back to work on Thursday. I told them that I, I take it easy on me, you know, take it easy on me. And I, I did, they did, I did, I think one delivery with 500 deliver 500 packages. And then I did maybe about four pickups, but after the fourth pickup, man, I was so winded, just so winded, man. I mean, recovering from COVID, it has been a, it's been a long journey. You know, I, I still feel tired, man. I could easily go and take a nap right now if I wanted to sleep, take a five hour nap, you know, but I'm, I'm forcing myself to get up and do things and just keep moving. You know, uh, talking with other people that have had COVID, they've, they've had similar experiences too. you know, being fatigued. I mean, COVID-19 is no joke, folks. It's no joke. And I know some people that have had it and they're like, oh, it's no big deal. But for some people, me, someone who takes vitamins and tries to take care of their health best possible. And for me to get it and get it that severe was uh, definitely life changing. I think it was a day. It was like day 12, day 13. I was I was a. Uh, I really wanted to learn about COVID. I really want to learn how it was, how it, it attacked your, your, your immune system and how it attached itself to you. And so I was watching a documentary and it was in, they were in China and all I saw was the bodies piled up in the hospital. And at that moment, I broke down and I started crying because everything I had gone through prior and to see all those people that didn't make it, man. It just, it just, it just hit me, dude. It just hit me. I started bawling like a baby, dude. I, I didn't tell anybody, you know, the door was shut, but I cried, man. I literally cried, cried like a baby because I knew I was close. I was close to death. And yeah, I've overdosed on, on, on pills before and I've had alcohol poisoning and stuff like that, but nothing, got me close to death like COVID, like COVID did. Yeah, I cried like a baby, and I, I'm not ashamed to talk about it, man, because it was a very horrible experience that I, I wouldn't put on my worst enemies to go through. So when people talk about vaccines, I will be the first one in line to get the shot. Because I don't know how many times I, my body can go through something like that. You know, for people out there that haven't had COVID and haven't gone through what I went through, this is my testimony to tell you guys to please be safe, man. I know we're opening up the state and they opened up in Texas and they're saying no mask mandate. Look at man, everybody... I believe everybody ha has a choice to make. Everyone can do, you know, to have, have the freedom to do what they please. But I'm letting you guys know out there, but please be safe because some people might be asymptomatic. You know, some people might not know they have it and you're out there spreading it. 
and the people get it. They go home. They give it to their parents or, you know, or their grandma. I mean, if I'm 40 and I, and I barely survived, imagine if it was someone in their 60s that got my variant. I don't know what variant I got. I wish I would have asked because they, the COVID team, they do call you and they go over the days with you. You tell them when you first felt sick and then they have a timeline. So the timeline is like the first five days are very crucial. So like day five and day 10 are the crucial days. Because if you're not, if you don't get better after day 10, you could literally be sick for a whole month, which some people do. They'll be sick for an extra two more weeks. And so like day five and day 10 is when they call you and they check on you. Uh, they could even extend your quarantine if you're not feeling better. So those, those are the crucial days. But Going back to opening things up, I mean, I mean everybody has, has a, their choice. Everyone has their belief. So I'm all for opening things up, but I just hope that everyone takes extra precaution. You know, washing your hands, wear a mask if you can, unless you're obviously at dinner and you, you got to eat. Because it's real, man. You know, having this podcast and when COVID hit, I was still having interviewers come in, obviously keeping my distance. I have, you know, wipes here. I got disinfectant wipes and I got hand sanitizer and, and stuff like that. Trying to be, you know, trying to keep a podcast going with, with, with this pandemic and, and, and being safe. You know, now that I've had it, you know, I, I, it's, 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 I don't know, man. It's totally, uh, totally life changing, man. You know, I, I look at life differently now, you know, not totally differently, but I, I'm appreciative of, uh, every day I've, I'm given now. And I know people are listening like, man, you know, COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I thought, you know, I'd get it and then be okay. You know, yeah, that's no big deal. You know, they're making a big deal out of it. But I got it, man, and it it fucked me up. I'd lost 30 pounds, which, you know, I, I could lose 30 pounds. So that was the, the, the positive side of it was I did lose 30 pounds. Uh, you know, I feel a lot lighter. Uh, but I'm just still recuperating, man. I am still recuperating. I'm, I'm still f fatigued. Uh, but I, it, it, it's a slow process. Some people say it takes, you know, a total of 30 days, you know, just get back to normal. So that's why I didn't have a guest today. I wanted to come in here and give you guys my story, my experience of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, just laying laying in that bed, man. Just it was weird, man. I called it I called it smart COVID because nothing seemed to work. Like one day you seem to get things down, you know. Okay, put an ice pack on my head. You know, take take this ad. You know, take this Advil at this time and tr try this and that and like. You the first day you might be able to get something going where you can alleviate some type of 
ailments that you got going on. And then like the next day you try the same thing and COVID's like, no, we're going to, we're going to do this today. And the next thing you know, you're back to the drawing board. You know, the, 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 the good thing was that I, I knew what I needed to take. You know, I started taking the zinc. I started taking deep D3, 5,000 IUs, uh, vitamin C, uh, just a lot of different uh, antioxidants, you know, with on top of the Pedialyte. Also, you know, matter of fact, I want to give a shout out, man, to Shifa Honey. Shifa Honey. S-H-E-E-F-A Honey. It's a honey company that I learned. Well, I got to know the, the owners because my neighbor, shout out to Andrew, he bu- he buys honey for them, and I actually got to meet the guys. They actually they they deliver to you. They got a they do farmers markets in like Fullerton, Anaheim, uh, but they actually will deliver to you. And so when I when I started getting the couldn't breathe and stuff like that, one thing I obviously you're researching things on 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 your phone, right? How how to fight COVID, right? A lot of stuff I already knew. Um, but one of them was honey. Honey is a, 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 an antioxidant that is, that is really good for the lungs and, and, and to combat viruses. So I actually got a hold of the guys from Shifa Honey. I got a hold of them. Forgot what day it was. It was like a, what day? Day six or seven. I got a hold of them, and I told them, "Hey, man, I got COVID. You know, what can you guys offer me?" And the guy actually came, man. The guy came. He he dropped off some honey. I got. I think I, I got what type of honey I got. I got honeycomb, honey. I got black seed oil. Uh, black seed oil. It was it was a little bitter, uh, but it's supposed to be good for the blood pressure. It's an antioxidant as well. And then I also got raw pollen. Raw pollen. It looks like a bunch of seeds. And matter of fact, I didn't even take the raw pollen. I was just taking the honey and the black seed oil. But the honey, I was mixing that with a ginger tea, a ginger, ginger, and lemon with honey. And so, yeah, I was I was knocking those teas back like no other man. But shout out to Shifa Honey. I got to get you guys on the podcast, man. That actually helped me out a lot too. Was was the, the, the special honey they have. Uh, if you guys don't know anything about honey, uh, it's definitely something you should add into your repertoire. You know, having a nice f- a spoonful of honey with uh, with some tea will go along will go a long ways for you and your body. So that was one thing that uh, I was happy to uh, get. You know, they came, they brought it to you, and it was cheap, too. I think I spent 40 bucks on, on all these good stuff, you know. And another thing my, my lady's mom did, she made the special tea. It had garlic, honey, onions. Oh, man, I forgot the other stuff. I should have I got the other stuff. It, it, it tasted nasty. It smelled nasty, but for some reason, 
it was helping alleviate the the congestion in your lungs. And I was drinking that that tea because you, you can't even taste, right? You can't even taste for the first couple of days, anyways, uh, or smell. So you're just you're just slamming it. And uh, I was drinking that that special tea with honey in it too, and, and that was helping out a lot too. Uh, considering it, considering everything I was going through, uh, you know, I stuck with it, man. I, I, I stuck with it with, with the, with the plan. Um, obviously I wasn't able to eat. And when I did, you know, I had to force myself to eat. I think after like day 10, I had to force myself to, you know, eat, you know, chicken noodle soup and vegetable soup you know, forcing myself to eat. But I am glad that I'm still here, man. I'm glad I'm able to podcast and, and, and give my testimony on, on COVID-19. I know a lot of people wanted me to document it as I was going through it. But let me tell you, man, I look like death. I looked like death. There's no way I'm videotaping and showing you guys, you know, that, that, part of it but you know take my word for it be safe and just 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 keep an eye out man you know it was a rough journey you know but I am here podcasting this is episode 68 I don't know who my guest is next week. I'll figure out during the week. But once again, I wanted to get in here and just give you guys my my story of COVID-19. And if I could give any, any advice to people, I would say start. It starts now with your health. You know, if you're if you're overweight or you're pre-diabetic or you're an alcoholic or whatever. That stuff's going to make it worse, you know, that that, all that other ailments that you have on top of COVID-19 is going to is going to make things worse. So my advice is to start eating healthy, start taking some multivitamins. You know, you get a whole go go to uh, Sprouts or Mothers and they they got multivitamins you can take. You know, you don't got to get all specific and, and have you know, 20 different bottles of, of different stuff, but make sure to take your D3, 5,000 IUs, you know, make sure to, you know, take your vitamin C, you know, take some zinc and just start pounding the water and, and just be, and just practice cleansiness, man. Just practice cleansiness. Cause you don't know what variant you're going to get. You don't know if you're going to have a mild, mild, mild case you don't know if you're going to have a severe case like me. And I just want everybody to just to get through this, man. There, there's no reason why, uh, you know, pe- innocent people are, are, are dying and and going through what they're going through. We, we got to be responsible because uh, it, it, it could be, you know, your grandpa, or your grandma or your mom or dad, someone that's older. I mean, I'm 40, man. And I don't know, man. I have a coworker of mine. He's in his fifties. And he, I was talking to him the other day when I came back to work and I told him, I said, man, I felt like I cheated death, bro. 
I felt like I cheated death, man. Like it was, it was that close. And he was telling me his story too, because he was gone for five weeks and he said he was planning his funeral. He goes, I was already planning it, man. He goes, I didn't think I was going to get through it. And that's just one of multiple stories of people I've heard that have had it severe. You know, I know some people will have it mild and it's no big deal. And then some people are asymptomatic. But for me, uh, it was hell on earth, man. You know, it's crazy. First five days, it's, it's hell on earth. Flu, the full-blown flu. And then after day five, COVID goes, oh, you think we're done? We're just getting started. Can't sleep. Can't eat. You know, you could barely get up to use the, you know, to piss in the cup. Uh, yeah, man. So I just wanted to get in here real quick and, and just give my testimony on COVID-19. Please, people, be safe, man. Just just be safe. And wash your hands. And, you know, it's, I know the masks, they suck, dude. I mean, when I was sick and then I and I forced myself to go walk in the backyard, you know, just to get some sun. Uh I could the mask I was wearing the mask and I couldn't even breathe. It was horrible. I had to take the mask off. But when you're not sick and, and you're healthy, you know, wear the mask, you know. Don't I mean, you don't have to wear it in your car. You can't want to be in your car wearing a mask. You know, you don't you don't have to be inside the house wearing a mask with your family. You know, but when you're out in public, you know, just just wear the mask, man. They they're coming out with new masks. Uh, I think Razor is going to come out with their smart mask, which I might look into getting just to, just to be safe. You know, we don't know how long this, this COVID-19 is going to be around for. There's different variants. Like I said before, I wish I would have known which variant I had. You know, I don't know if I had the South African one or the Brazilian one. But uh, that's one thing that uh, ailment I didn't have was I didn't have a sore throat. My buddy, he had a sore throat. Um, my smell and taste seemed to be enhanced. I mean, there was times where I couldn't taste anything, uh, but there was times where I could smell a mile away, and it smelled like, like I think my lady's mom was cooking garlic shrimp or something like that, and, man, it was super strong. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't, I didn't have a sore throat. Uh, that's one thing I didn't get, but I did have the headaches, too. The headaches was fucking horrible. Um it's stubborn, man. COVID-19 is stubborn. Uh, whether it's, it was made in a lab or it, it transferred from animal to human, uh, it was nasty. It was from the pit of hell. And I would, like I said before, I wish no man could, uh, would have to experience what I went through. But I'm here, man. I'm alive. I'm getting better. And uh, I'm excited for the podcast. I just had a meeting with an artist who's going to be doing a billboard for me. So we're 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 moving along uh, slowly but surely. You know, Rome wasn't built in one day, and either will this podcast. But once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in every week to hear me ramble and interview people. I am blessed to be here. I want to thank all my family, friends, supporters, everyone who has been there for me. I love you guys. I'm thankful every day I, I, I get an, an, a day. Uh, this has been life-changing for the good. I'm not going anywhere. This podcast is still here. 
So once again, I'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Take care of one another. Love each other. Be respectful. And don't forget to smile. I'll see you guys next week. All right? Peace.